you found it. A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories, music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. The title of this episode is Run, Run, Run. Sometimes fear shows up in strange places. Turning 50 years of age required some creative thinking on how to celebrate this momentous event. The creative thinking led to a whole host of ideas. Some stuck, others were tossed aside. One idea that stuck was to take a month-long trip to Spain and to spend a portion of it cycling around the Catalonia region of Spain. In order to get to our starting point of the cycling trip, we had to get to the city of Girona. Since we had landed in Barcelona, spent a few days there, and then needed to head to Girona, we decided the best way to do that trip was by train. This meant that we would take our backpacks, use the subway in Barcelona to get us to the main train station where we would catch our train to Girona. Unfortunately, at that time, the subway system in Barcelona had quite the reputation of not only being a really great way to get around, but also a place you may experience petty crime. This meant that over and over again, Announcements were made to be careful of your surroundings and to stay alert at all times of who was near you on the subway. And these announcements were, oh, in probably about nine different languages. As a result of these warnings, my traveling partner, who was my dear friend since grade one and was also turning 50, and I not only packed up our belongings the day we were head to Girona, but took extra care to make sure that all of our valuables and necessary documents were well concealed on our bodies in the money belts that we wore. Once packed, we left our hotel with great delight, ready to begin the next leg of our adventure, cycling through Catalonia, Spain. As we entered the subway station, I mentioned to my friend that we seemed to have two men following us. And she quickly informed me that perhaps I had an active imagination and should not be so fearful. I told her that I was quite convinced we were being followed, and if they followed us onto the subway train, we would get off at the next station. As we entered the subway train, sure enough, the two men followed us on, and so at this point my friend decided that she would follow my lead on what to do and agreed that perhaps we were being followed. I stared at them, and once they saw me, the older of the two men turned his head away, but the younger of the two kept his eyes on me. This sent my spidey sense into overdrive, and I told my friend to follow me, listen to me, 
and we would try to elude them as we got off at the next subway stop. She agreed, and once we got off at the next stop, sure enough, the two men were hot on our trail, and my fear factor rose considerably. I mentioned to my friend that we would need to stay with people and get on to the next subway train, making sure never to be alone, as these men were both hot on our trail, and I feared they would either rob us, assault us, or both. Thus began the game of cat and mouse between my friend and I and the two men following us. However, this wasn't a game, and it was very obvious that their intentions were criminal. We just were not sure to what extent. The subway station we got off was quite convoluted, and in order to get to the other side of it where we needed to catch our train to continue on our journey, we needed to move through a series of tunnels, up and down some escalators, and through some corridors. All places that, when empty, seemed as great places to have the men on our trail do something to us. So we moved at a fast pace, trying always to keep a group of people around us and being very aware of where the two men who were following us were at. Through tunnels we raced as best as our feet could take us with our backpacks snugly on us, then down escalators through more tunnels and onto a small platform with shops and cafes on it. Always with the men hot on our trail, but also with the safety of a good crowd of people with us. However, at one point, the crowd dissipated quickly, causing my fear to escalate, as now we were alone with the two men still hot on our trail. Thankfully, a small cafe appeared and its doors were open, so we ducked into it and I tried quickly to communicate to the person behind the cafe counter that we were being followed and felt in grave danger. It seemed that the cafe employee did not speak any English, for they just smiled at us and pointed to the menu posted up on the wall behind them. My heart began to race as I realized that the men were now waiting outside of the cafe and trying to blend into the growing number of people walking by, but not moving and keeping their eyes peeled on us. Finally, when it seemed they had moved on, we left the cafe only to see them once again just a few feet behind us. Now we had to head into a corridor and make our way down one flight of stairs, onto a landing, and then down another flight of stairs. I sent up a quick prayer asking the Lord to protect us, and motioned to my friend that we would take the stairs, but keep our packs on us in such a way that accessing them would be difficult for the men to do. She agreed to the plan, and off we ran first down the first flight of stairs, and then onto the landing. Here it was difficult to keep our packs to the front of our bodies, and just as I was about to lean into the wall by the landing so the men could not access my pack, they flew by, got into the bottom pocket of my pack, and took what was in there. Their ability to so swiftly grab items from the pack, and my inability to grab their arms as they flew past me was disappointing but a bit relieving as I suspected they would then leave us alone as they had been able to rob me. I was wrong. As we headed to get on to the next train, they continued to follow us, and so we looked for people that we could possibly connect with to help protect us, and lo and behold, there stood a couple that seemed to be a possibility. 
I approached them, told them what was happening, and to my delight, they spoke English, assured us they would literally have our backs. And with this partnership, the men finally backed off and moved on. I must say that from that point on, my friend and I did have some relief, but we're also continuously looking over our shoulders as we got on to the next train and headed for the rest of our trip to Girona. We landed safely in Girona, got outfitted for a cycling trip, and then headed to our first hotel to get a good night's rest. However, upon arriving at the hotel, the rest of this story unfolded. The documents stolen from my backpack contained a portion of our trip's itinerary and the phone number of a friend of mine that we were hoping to see later during our time in Spain. Upon arriving at our hotel in Girona, I had a message from my friend and he was asking me to call him. So I called him and found out that he had received a call a little earlier in the day from a woman claiming to have many of my travel documents, as well as a wallet from me, and could he please come to Barcelona to meet her to retrieve my belongings. This made him very worried that something had happened to me, and so he was calling wondering if I was all right. I explained the whole story to him and he was very relieved to hear we were okay, but warned me to be careful as pickpockets and other criminals were very willing to prey on tourists, especially two women traveling alone. I assured him that we were acutely aware of this and that I felt God had protected us and was going to do so going forward. The song God Our Protector by Steve Bell comes from Psalm 84 and seems fitting for this episode. I thank Steve, an incredible singer-songwriter from Winnipeg, for giving me the freedom to use his music on my podcast episodes.
A Scoop of Life is a production of Square One World Media in Winnipeg. Square One shares the freedom and hope of the gospel message through Christ-centered media. A team of creative, multicultural storytellers produce programs in a variety of formats for different age, interest, and language groups. On air, online, or in print, Square One invites people all around the world into a life-transforming relationship with Jesus. To learn more about Square One or to support this project, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. Although we were robbed during our time on the subway system of Spain, nothing of importance was taken and our lives were spared. We felt protected and cared for by God, mostly. However, I must admit at times my fear prevented me from feeling God's nearness. I think this is how many of us feel in frightening and uncontrollable experiences, that perhaps God is not by us and perhaps he does not have our back, figuratively or literally. The song Steve Bell sings is based on Psalm 84, and I would love to read it to you for it expresses how I wish my relationship with God was all the time, but honestly isn't. And so it is good to read this psalm over and over again as a prayer to God. Here is Psalm 84 as written in the Message Version of the Bible. What a beautiful home, God of the angel armies. I've always longed to live in a place like this, always dreamed of a room in your house, where I could sing for joy to God alive. Birds find nooks and crannies in your house. Sparrows and swallows make nests there. They lay their eggs and raise their young, singing their songs in the place where we worship. God of the angel armies, King, God, how blessed they are to live and sing there. And how blessed all those in whom you live, whose lives become roads you travel. They wind through lonesome valleys, come upon brooks, discover cool springs and pools brimming with rain. God traveled, these roads curve up the mountain, and at the last turn, Zion, God in full view. God of the angel armies, listen. O God of Jacob, open your ears. I'm praying. Look at our shields glistening in the sun, our faces shining with your gracious anointing. One day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship, beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. 
all sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with the God of the angel armies. Perhaps reading this psalm prayer is a way of taking away our fears and reminding us of who God longs to be to us. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com, which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E. Not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. Your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, or things you would like me to pray about for you.